0: If your hashtag life goals involve luxury, travel, and being the boss of your own life, then get ready to embrace your mindset, magic, and manifestation powers. Let's do this. Oh my God, you guys. Hello. Hi. This is Michaela from the podcast. I mean, hello. It's been a freaking minutes since I sat down and did a solo episode. And I'm really excited to talk your ear off today and give you guys the update on my life, everything that's been going on, um, recent manifestations from travel. We're going to talk a little bit about certainty today. We're going to talk a little bit about the meltdowns I've been having having, and everything in between. So I have so many good things to share with you guys. I've missed you so freaking much. Oh my God. Like life has been fucking crazy, but hello. If you don't know me, I'm Michaela, obviously the host of this podcast. And I teach millennial women how to live their next level luxe life. And it's the best job I could ever have. I I'm obsessed with what I do. So first things first, as always, today's episode is sponsored by rules of radiance. So this is my brand new four week course. We start in like two weeks. So if you're listening to this, when this comes out, go sign up immediately. So you can get the first workbook so you can get the pre-work, but let me rewind. So what is rules of radiance? Um, my whole entire freaking life changed when I decided on new rules for my life. We all live lives governed by these rules, these like bullshit rules that we're taught growing up and are taught from just our society, but they're not actually real. Like we truly do make the rules of our life and that's what manifestation is all about. And when I realized that and tapped into that energy, I really unlocked everything for me. And that's what I'm teaching you in rules radiance. It's four weeks long. We're going to give you mega clarity on the things that you want. So you can call it in super easily because you're going to rewrite the rules around all of that. And so if that little spiel just sounds interesting to you, I will leave the link below and you guys can check out all the details on the sales page, but go get your booty in because there's already the pre-work in there. So you need to get started like yesterday and today's spiritual splurge. OMG. I kind of can't even with this. Fresh and Lean. So if you don't follow me on Instagram, go follow me right now at the Michaela J, which is also linked in the show notes, but I've been getting meal delivery services and specifically with Fresh and Lean, and it's been such a game changer. This is not sponsored. They are not a meal prep kit. They come with these like vegan, organic, I chose the low carb option meals that are pre-made. All you do is take them out of the box, you put them in the fridge, and when you're ready to eat them, you take off one little piece of plastic, pop it in the microwave for three minutes, and your meal is literally made. Like, oh my God. Such a freaking game changer for me because I don't know how many times I've talked about this, but food such a stressful thing for me. Like I can never decide what I want to eat or when I want to eat, or you know, the idea of cooking when I want to have a busy day or if I'm launching something and a lot's going on, I just don't have time to make a full like healthy meal, and then I don't eat healthy, and then life just gets bad. So that has been my spiritual splurge. It has been the best thing to invest in and just know that like every day when school is crazy and work is crazy and all these things are going on, then I could just come home and in three minutes I can pop one of the meals in the microwave. And I know it's vegan and I know it's organic and I know it's healthy. Best feeling ever. Let me tell you sister. So I will leave their website linked in the show notes as well. Like I said, I get the low carb option because my body just does better on low carbs. And the meals have been so good. So I'm loving that. But let's chat on all things this episode is about. So, oh my God, I went on this grand tour of the world. Just kidding. I really didn't. I went to Cancun for like a week and then I came home for maybe 36 hours and then went to Palm Springs for almost a week, probably like six, five, six days. And it was wild. And I have so many stories to tell you. And also in the midst of all of this, the week before that was like midterm. So it was like midterms, Cancun was during my spring break. And then I actually missed a bunch of school when I was in Palm Springs because I was at a mastermind event. Um, and that was madness. I'm not going to lie. The week before Cancun was one of the worst weeks of my life. It was just so stressful. I had papers due. I had projects due. I still had to go to class. There were events. I was doing things for work. I felt like I didn't have time to do anything. I was trying to get in, you know, those last minute workouts so I could look snatched for the beach. It was madness. And then I came back back. And I actually basically had two weeks for spring break because I missed another week for being in Palm Springs. Um, and all of the homework had piled and piled and piled. And it's actually why I've been a little bit MIA. Normally we do like solo episode interview, solo episode interview, but I've been a little MIA and just uploading the interviews because everything has been so fucking crazy. And I just want to talk about this for a minute because I don't know I just feel like people don't talk about the meltdowns as much. And I know there are people in my audience listening to this, whether you're just balancing like work and life, whether you're balancing school and work, or maybe work and kids or whatever you're balancing, we're all always juggling lots of things. And I think it's okay for us to know that meltdowns are a part of the process, that it's just showing that we're processing everything that's going on around us. There is a lot going on and giving ourselves the permission to really feel through those feelings has been really important for me. So I was losing my effing mind. I didn't do one of my papers. Um, Actually, I didn't do two of my papers that were due during midterms week. Um, one actually got an extended due date. So I had an extra week to work on that, but I was working when I was at both events. So it's not like I had, you know, three hours to sit down and write a paper. Like I was doing work stuff. Um, and so the the 36 hours I was home, I had to write one paper, and I swear to God, my boyfriend had to take me to Starbucks and be like, "We are going, and you're getting a drink, and we're gonna sit here until you finish this damn paper." Basically, um, and then 30 minutes later, the Starbucks lobby closed, so we had to go home, and then I had to finish it there. But when I start, when I started to do it, I finished it in probably like 45 minutes. It was like less than an hour. That was my one paper that was in English, so that one was really quick. And then the second paper, I just never did. And I'm actually turning it in this week to my professor because I emailed her when I was in Palm Springs. She had emailed me and was like, hey, I didn't see your paper. What's going on? And I just told her that like, I was like, I'm having a really hard time balancing work and school this semester. Like I kind of told her what was going on and I travel basically part time. Like, I don't know, life is crazy over here, you know? Y'all know. You guys know what's going on. Um, and so I was just really honest with her because I couldn't bring myself to sit down and write the paper in Palm Springs. I just could not. And she was like, okay, when we, you get back into Lincoln, come see me at my office. We can talk about an extension, blah, blah, blah. And then I came home from all of my trips and felt so in and over my head because I was working on the trips, but it was like I was with my clients in Cancun. And then Joe and I spent one day planning all of quarter two. So I was still like working. I was hosting an event for my clients and then I was working on the business and not in my business. And then I was in Palm Springs and I was working on the business, not in the business while we were at the mastermind retreat. So I was falling behind and stuff for work. Like obviously... Um, one podcast was up late and I didn't do a podcast last week. So that kind of fell behind on the back burner. And I was really just trying to keep up with like my clients and calls and just making sure I had to do the things that were required of me for my job. And then for school, I had just missed little assignments. There was a book I needed to read for French. I mean, extra papers, another project, translations. And I just got to this point where I was so overwhelmed. Like I I don't even know how to describe it to you guys. Like I was crying like every other day. I had such low energy. It was wild. The week I the week after I got back I could just feel myself having no energy. I felt exhausted all the time. I felt like I couldn't get anything done. I would do two or three things and then I'd be like, I need to take a nap or like I can't do homework because I physically don't have the energy to and I'm really, really in tune with my energy because of the work that I do. And because of everything I know about manifestation, it's like, I need to honor when I feel like I need a break. And I need to honor when I really feel like I need to sit down and get shit done. So all of that was just crazy. I was still really behind. I'm still playing catch up. Honestly, last week I did catch up on a lot of things, but this week is my final catch up week. And I'm super excited to say I only have five days of school left. I do have like finals to turn in, um, but they're just projects and essays and I just turn them in online. So I actually only physically need to show up in a classroom for five more days, which is amazing and the best feeling ever. But really what I want people to take away from me spilling the beans on how my life has felt like a hot mess lately is to just know it's okay. It's okay to be a work in progress and still be making progress. Does that make sense? Like for me, I'm always like, Oh my gosh, like I need to get my shit together and I really need to bounce back and I need to get back in the game. I need to keep moving forward move my business forward, get my school shit done. While on the back burner, I just feel like a hot mess and I feel like they are kind of not ironic, but hmm, what's that word? Contradictory. I had to literally stop the recording so I could figure out what the word was. I always felt like it was so contradicting that I would like show up and be moving things forward and look like I have my shit together, but like feel like a hot mess on the backburn and still trying to figure things out. But it's like you can still help change lives. You can still show up being the best you. You can be in that moment and still be a work in progress. I think all of life is just this giant work of progress. And I was actually thinking about this today when I was laying in bed, I was looking out the window, I was frustrated as hell this morning, because I needed to go back to school. And I felt like I just was not prepared. And I was like, okay, working on some of my homework, and then, you know, computer diet, iPad diet, everything, all the technology failed me. And then I got super frustrated and just like felt overwhelmed. And let myself kind of go down the spiral. And I was looking out my window, looking into a clear blue sky, thinking like, why can't we just get to a point where everything's really good and it just stays there and we don't have to keep doing the work. And I just remember thinking like, that's just not how life works. Like that would be so boring. Imagine if, okay, you got abs, like you worked really hard and you ate really healthy and you went to the gym and you got abs. And then you just get abs for the rest of your life. And you don't have to do anything for them. Well, then you're probably not going to go to the gym. You're probably not going to pay attention to your health. And then you're not going to have that hobby of, you know, like taking care of yourself. And then life gets a little bit more boring because you're not focused on the things that you enjoy. Like, obviously, if you work, were working to getting abs, you enjoy working out, you enjoy being healthy. At least I do. And you would lose that part. Or think about like, okay, once you make a million dollars and you're set to make a million dollars every single year. And it's like, what's the thrill? The thrill is like continuing to go. The thrill is continuing to push. It's continuing to up-level yourself and keep doing the work and keep uncovering yourself and coming back inward and kind of unlearning all the bullshit we've been learning. And so I just had this realization. It's like, it can't always just be like, One and done because that would be boring, and that's not what we're here for. We're here to experience the earth experience because it's fun and it's wild and it's unlike any other experience. So, that was a side tangent, but I want you guys to know it's okay to be making progress and also be a work in progress because I think that's really important. And like I said, I just had a meltdown today, but here I am, like sharing with you guys all of my lessons, and I'm feeling way better and I'm in such a better energy. And it's because I let myself be a work in progress while also showing up. Um, And the way that I just like got through my weird funk, I literally took a nap. I let myself cry for probably like five minutes. And then I was like, okay, this is a little ridiculous. Um... (laughs) Um, and then I just gave myself a day off from school. I was actually feeling really sick. And part of my like psychic abilities is I can really feel things in my body. So I actually felt super sick and like my chest felt really heavy. And then I found out the Notre Dame, it was going up in flames. And so I could actually feel that in my body before I found out what was going on. And because of that, you know, I can't really explain that to my teachers. So I just told them I was feeling sick and I didn't go to school and I let myself nap. I let myself rest and recharge and kind of smoothie and just kind of vegged out on the couch, watching some YouTube. And then I went to the gym and had a really good workout and then felt finally motivated and energized again to get back into things. So it's giving yourself the space that you need, accepting that you're not going to be perfect all the time, and knowing that like being perfect all the time would be super fucking boring, anyways. So there's that. I've been learning a lot through these breakthroughs, and I'm definitely in a new energy than I was, probably in the last solo episode. I don't even remember when the last solo episode was, but One of my big takeaways from even my the event I was at in Palm Springs was like it's okay to be in your feminine energy, which is something I've been working on for a really long time. And me and my friend Haley Tapper recorded an episode, and she will be on the podcast really soon. And she's giving us great tips on how to kind of tap into your feminine energy and be okay with that. But it's something I've been focusing on a lot since the retreat. And kind of the theme of the retreat was like something God, it was grace of goddess. That's what it was. And I remember at the beginning of the retreat feeling so cringy about the word goddess. And I've talked about this in my Instagram stories before, but by the end of the retreat and just kind of accepting it and we did this crazy like breath work thing, which I'll have to tell you guys about in another episode. Cause that's a whole other story, but <laughs> oh my God, it was so wild. But after doing all that, I felt really comfortable with like Having goddess energy and tapping into the those goddess powers and almost just like being okay with being feminine and like feeling my emotions and being in flow when I need to be and slowing down when my body really needs me to, and it's just been such a fascinating thing and especially with all the meltdowns I feel like I've been having lately, because. This semester has truly been a test. This whole semester has been really, really difficult for me school-wise and mentally and emotionally and energetically. So it's, yeah, it's just really interesting to learn through your meltdowns. So whenever you guys feel like you're kind of collapsing and you're like, I don't know what the hell's going on in my life. Everything's kind of a fucking mess. Just see what lessons you can pick and pull out of it. Because once you can become the observer, once you can pull yourself outside of it and kind of look as if you're telling a friend about it or telling a stranger, when you can start to observe in that way, really interesting things come up. And I think those are our biggest and best teachers is just looking inward, getting those answers inward and kind of figuring it out that way. So that's a little bit about how life's been crazy. Lots of meltdowns. I wanted to explain why I've been a little MIA on the podcast because school has been such madness. And if you guys want um, an episode all about balance and balancing school and balancing work and balancing craziness, let me know. Just shoot me a DM on Instagram. I'm at the Michaela J. Uh, and you guys can always let me know what you want to hear from the podcast, but if you guys want to hear more about how I've been handling school and work, I can definitely talk on that more as well. It's been coming up a lot in interviews I've been doing lately too. So with not, without further ado, I want to tell you guys about Cancun because Cancun is fucking wild, <laughs> as is all of my trips. Um, <laughs> it just makes me laugh when I think about it. Cancun was crazy. So I held a retreat for my platinum clients in my Minds, Magic, and Manifestation Method program, which is my signature course. Um, When you do platinum, you get a three-day event with me. I plan a super secret and fun excursion you find out when you get there. And it was just so much fun. So we were in Cancun. We stayed at the Ritz Carlton. It was so amazing. You guys already know I love the Ritz. The special excursion that I planned for the girls was we were taking a catamaran, which is this little boat, to an island called Isla Mujeres. And it had like an open bar. We had lunch on the beach, which was also a buffet. We met a ton of foreign exchange students. Um, it was just such a party and such a blast. And then other than that, we were hanging out on the by the pool, hanging out by the beach. We were doing workshops. We watched documentaries about aliens because I love weird shit. <laughs> we drank a lot of alcohol. It was just genuinely such a good time. It was so much fun. I love doing live events. It's like the best thing ever on their last day of our event, um, the Ritz has a buffet for breakfast and we sat in the buffet area for like four hours. <laughs> Cause you know, you pay once you can eat however much you want. So we literally sat in the buffet area for four hours and did workshops, ate food, had mimosas. I had like every fucking drink you guys. So they do only fresh. Like fresh pressed orange juice there, so I had like Jessica orange juice. I had a mimosa. I had a soy cappuccino. I had just normal hot drip coffee, and I also had water. Like it was really excessive, and it was the best time ever. <laughs> and I even took a mimosa to go. It was it was wonderful. <laughs> but so. All of that happened. But even before that happened, when Joe and I were on our way, we had an overnight layover in Atlanta. And so I just like got us a hotel so we didn't have to sleep in the airport. And we ended up getting food at this restaurant that was connected to the hotel we were staying at. And in that restaurant we just so happened to meet the family of one of the real housewives of Atlanta. I think the woman we met, I think it was her niece who is a real housewife and I can't remember which housewife it is. Joe would be really disappointed with me. <laughs> but that was fucking wild and it was crazy because literally for probably a week or two before we left, Joe was just like, "I really want to see a real housewife of Atlanta like over and over and over again." So Basically, manifested that it was crazy, and then I ended up having like a full blown, like, hour coaching session with the family member, because she like sat down. I told her about the work I did. And then she was just like, I want to do this, this and that with my life, but I feel like I can't because blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yes, you can sister. And we just like had this whole coaching session. It was really intense. And I honestly was super exhausted afterwards, but it was a great time. So that was just really wild. And Joe was just like super mind blown afterwards. And it was great. It was really fun for him to see kind of the work that I do up close and personal. Um, Yeah. So that was great. And then we got to Cancun and we decided that we were going to get upgraded in the Ritz. I was hosting an event. I wanted a suite. It wasn't even an option when I booked online to get a suite. Uh, So that was weird, but we kind of decided like, okay, we're hosting this event. Like we are getting a suite. Like there's no way we're not getting upgraded into a suite. Like who fucking cares how it happens, but it's going to happen. So we show up at the Ritz and we showed up a couple hours before check-in just because that's when our flight landed. Our flight landed pretty semi-early in the morning and we get there and they're like, okay, we need like, you have this room, it's a king bed and you have this view and this balcony and blah, blah, blah. They basically list off the things that I booked online and they're like, okay, give us 20 minutes and then we can take you to the room. So 20 minutes. And then they take us to the room, and it is just a normal room, exactly how I ordered it. And we were kind of like, okay, whatever. Um, It was a really good size, and we had a huge balcony, which was really nice. But the view wasn't all that great. It definitely wasn't a suite, and so we were kind of like, okay. And we start unpacking, and Joe's like hanging our clothes up, and I did a live for some of my clients in our client Facebook group, and you know, this whole time we hadn't really talked about not being in a suite. Like Joe and I like went into the room. We didn't really say anything to each other about the suite, but in my heart, I'm like, we're still getting upgraded. Like there's no way we're not getting upgraded. I put my energy behind this and every time I put my energy behind something, I receive that. So I'm, I was like, I'm literally not available for not staying in a suite and we're in the room. I finish up my live. We just finished unpacking all of our clothes. Joe's hung everything up. I laid out all of my shoes. Like we're getting settled in trying to sit. We're sitting on the bed, literally figuring out like, what do we want to do next? Do we want to go to the pool? Do we want to go to the beach? Do we want to get drinks? Like, what do we want to do? And I just hear this bang from the fucking bathroom. And we just look at each other. Like, what the hell was that? And I get up and I walk in the bathroom And so the bathroom has like the shower tub, two sinks, and then the toilet is in like, it looks like a little closet, but it's like inside the bathroom. And I look in the bathroom in the little closet where the toilet is and a painting fell off the wall. Literally neither of us were even in there. We were sitting on the bed. This painting fully just fell off the wall on its own. And not only that, it knocked the telephone off the wall because they have phone telephones in the bathrooms and knocked it into the toilet. So it was like a whole situation. The whole phone was ripped out of the wall. (laughs) And I walk out and I'm like, Joe, a painting fell off the fucking wall. And he just looks at me and goes, is this how we're getting upgraded? And I was like, Hell yeah, it is. (laughs) It was so wild. Like this just goes to show like you guys, you can never predict how things are going to happen. There's no way I could have been like, okay, we're going to get upgraded. And you know what? We're going to unpack all of our shit. We're going to sit on the bed and we're going to talk about the drinks we want to order. And we're going to talk about getting chips and salsa by the pool. And you know what's going to happen? A painting's going to fall off the wall. Like there's no way I could predict something like that there's no way anybody would. And so it was just crazy. So after that, Joe calls the office and they're like, okay, we're so sorry. If you guys want to move rooms, pack up your stuff and bring them and bring like your bags downstairs. So he did that, which was kind of annoying because we had just unpacked. We were like, hell yeah, we're getting a suite. And we get downstairs and a woman's at the desk. It was a different woman then because a man checked us in. So this was a woman. She's like, can I help you guys? Are you ready to check out? I'm like, yeah, we were in the room. That's falling apart. <laughs> and she just looks at me with wide eyes and she's like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We have you in this other room that is way nicer and way bigger. And it was so funny. She was like mortified of what I had said basically. Um, but I said it in like a joking nice way, like I wasn't being a bitch about it, of course. Um, and she was like, Okay, well, we have this really nice room on the fifth floor for you guys. Um, but it's just gonna take a couple hours to get ready, so we'll hold your bags and like you guys can get lockers downstairs and let. Us know anything you need and blah blah blah. So we're like, okay, great, cool, whatever. And they told us it was going to be ready by a certain time. So Joe and I just went and hung by the pool. We got something to eat. And then we came back up at that time and the room still wasn't ready. We had to wait an extra hour. And at that point we were kind of annoyed because we were like we just want to check into the room and be like be settled in, you know. Um and then finally we get to this room they take us to. And it is I'm not kidding you guys. It was smaller than the first room, less nice. And the only better thing about it was it had a better view. And so we're in the room and the guy brings up our luggage. He's like, is there anything we can get for you? And we're like, Nope, we're fine. Thanks. And the guy leaves and me and Joe just look at each other. And we're like, um, what the fuck? (laughs) And Joe is so mad at this point. He calls, asks for a manager and is like, we want a suite like this is ridiculous. And they said that they couldn't get us a suite until the next day because all of them were literally full. And we're like, fine, we'll switch tomorrow. And the lady is like, you want to switch in the middle of your stay? And we're like, yes, we would love to (laughs) because my clients didn't actually come until the next day. So that worked out really well. And yeah, that's how we got upgraded into a suite. And then we did get upgraded into the only suite in the entire hotel that had two full bathrooms. So that was amazing. And the suites are two bedrooms. So it's like one bedroom and then there's a bathroom and a closet in there, but there's also a living room. It had like a double patio. Like there's a patio from the bedroom and a patio from the living room and then a whole nother bathroom. It was so freaking nice. I was so happy. It all worked out literally perfectly. It was so good for the event and the manifestations didn't end there. (laughs) Basically the whole time we were there, I had this hunch, not even hunch. I was basically manifesting, seeing some celebs because I was like, we're at the Ritz. Like we're going to see like, you know, some nice, rich, famous people. And of course we did. <laughs> DJ Polly D from Jersey Shore was staying at the hotel at the exact same time. So was Ray Schremmerd because they performed at the MTV spring break. And then no other than Vinny from Jersey Shore was there. And plus a couple of other really big names that I was not That I don't really know of. I just saw they had like millions of followers on Instagram when I finally looked them up (laughs) and they were all staying in the suites. So we couldn't get our suite the first day because all the celebs had all the suites. And then one of the celebs left and we got a suite. So that was great and so cool. And DJ Polly D almost came and talked to me. With his brother or manager. I can't remember who it was, but that was super cool. We ran into them like four times and I was really trying to manifest him inviting me to their show, like his show that night, but didn't happen. So either one it was for my higher good. Or two, that just means the next time I see him, he's going to invite me because I don't take no for an answer. <laughs> so Cancun was wild. It was crazy. And I really want to bring up the point of certainty here. Like I was so certain in our ability to get an upgrade. And I was so certain we were going to see somebody famous. And I was certain it was going to be a great time and super luxurious. And that I was going to manifest a bunch of shit while I was there. And so that's exactly what I get. Because it's actually a thing in quantum physics that there is this like atom or particle. I don't know exactly what it's called, but all possibilities exist at the same time because it's it's all spinning at once. So I think of it as kind of like this atom that's double-sided and one side is one possibility and the other side is the other. And it's just spinning until you decide which possibility you want to deal with. So it's like, one side of the atom is me getting a normal room and the other side of the atom is me getting an upgrade. Well, when I decide that I'm only available for the upgrade, the atom stops turning. It just it just flips to the one side of me getting the upgrade and then it's inevitable because that's what I've decided. And I'm explaining this in really bad general terms, but because but only because I want it to be super easy and easy to understand and it's not an atom what it's called, but <laughs> it's just the best word that I can come up with right now. Cause I don't know the actual name for the like photon thing. I'm not a scientist. Okay guys. I just study physics in my free time, <laughs> which I don't have a lot of free time right now. So I'm doing my best. Okay. Um, but when you're a certain and you decide what outcome you want, that's the outcome you're going to get every single time. So just be certain, you guys just decide what you want and fucking go after it because nothing is stopping you. And of course, nothing stopped us. On the way home, we were in the airport waiting to leave and we were talking about getting upgraded and Joe was like, I want to get a first class upgrade. And I was like, hell yeah, I'd be good with any upgrade. Like, let's do it. And we got Starbucks when we probably should not have had the time to get Starbucks, but you know, we made it anyways. And our wait, what airport was that at? maybe it wasn't on the way home. I don't know. We got Starbucks at one point where they easily should have left without us, but we were just the last people aboard the plane. But anyway, so we were like, okay, we're going to get upgraded. Joe's like, I want first class. I was like, hell yeah, let's get an upgrade to anything. And then we ended up getting upgraded to the exit row. So that was amazing in the most random way because this guy's baby was sitting in one of our seats. And I don't know, who cares? The how doesn't matter. But I learned that instead of saying any upgrade, I only want a first class upgrade. (laughs) So that trip was just all around amazing and really showed me that my magic is super, super powerful when I am certain. And then I went to Palm Springs and it was so good. It was so beautiful there. I went a couple of days early before the event to stay at this golf resort just because I wanted to chill out, hang out in the hot tub drink some drinks, chill and order room service, like just lounge around and be lazy. And I was manifesting free drinks, like left and fucking right. The first night I met like these two random guys who bought me a ton of drinks and they bought me dinner and it was great and simple. And I saved a lot of money doing that. (laughs) And another night I got champagne drunk at the bar by myself because all of these old men kept sitting down talking to me and I'd be like, they were all there for this um, event and they were basically engineers. They built like airplane engines. And I was like, Do you have a private jet? And if they didn't, I'd be like, oh, well, like, if you don't have a private jet, can you at least like buy me champagne? And then they literally would. Like I it literally worked so easily. <laughs> so I was just manifesting all the free things. It was great. Um <laughs> I even manifested some new clients, and the trip that I went on, the actual event when the Mastermind Girls was so much fun, so good, and I just really out of all of this, I want you guys to take away that travel is definitely a form of personal development because when I'm traveling, I'm just out in my magic. I'm just out living life. I'm in such flow. I just let things come to me. I just have fun. I'm super playful with it. And it's just all around such a good time. I have a whole podcast episode on why traveling makes manifestation go so quicker. I think it's in like the thirties or something. So just go to my podcast and like scroll down and look for it. It's just such an easy way to manifest things because you're in such flow. You're just curious and you're excited and you're not, there's not the normal pressures being whoever you need to be at home. There's not the normal pressures of doing the normal things you do at home. You can just be yourself, live your life, have fun, manifest cool shit, finesse old men, and just live your best life basically. And all around, it was just so much fucking fun. It was just so much fun. And it was so great to kind of experience a taste of my dream life because I literally was home for 36 hours and I was like missing school. I was just traveling. I was drinking. I was hanging out with all my friends. It was such a party basically. And it just gave me a taste of like what the rest of my life is going to be like, because I mean, after college, I'm just working for myself and traveling the world and doing all the things that I love. So that was really exciting for me. That's another thing that travel brings you. It shows you another side of living. It's like some people are like, Oh, we can't afford to vacation. And then they just don't make it a priority. And then they never vacation. And then their standard of living is just going to work every day and like raising the kids and never doing anything fun and cool out of their comfort zone because they make that their standard. But for me, like I make travel a fucking priority. And so that's my standard of living is traveling a lot because that is my priority. I make it so that that can happen. Um, and because I'm certain around it, because I decide that that's, what's important to me. So this has been me rambling for a really long time, but I had so much fun catching up with you guys. And I'm sure you've gotten all the good takeaways, all the fun lessons, um, that i provided. And I hope you guys remember that when you have meltdowns too, and your life feels like a hot mess, you're not the only one. You're definitely not alone. That was one thing I set out, um, I set out with that intention when I started my blog is I wanted people to not feel alone. And actually the very first retreat I held in Greece, I held it because I wanted like a cool group of friends to like travel the world with that would be willing to, you know, spend a little bit of money traveling internationally and would be interested in the things I was interested in. And I just love teaching. So a bonus that I was teaching workshops and like going and doing fun things and planning trips. And it was just fully with the intention to get out there live and remind people they're not alone. Remind myself I'm not alone in all of this, that there are other people out there that want to talk about the things that I talk about, that want to do the things that I want to do. And it's just so freaking good. So if you guys are craving kind of that group of women, that core group of people you want to be around, I definitely suggest you join my four-way course, the Rules and Radiance course, which the link will be below. Because in there, you're going to find that community of women that are looking to create the rules around their life and are looking to change things up. And you can make friends. Like that's the whole point of group programs. Make friends, network with people, get to know each other. And it's like one of the most magical things you can do. I love, 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 love the fact that I've made so many friends online. It's been such a cool experience. So I'm going to stop rambling. This episode is long enough and I will talk to you guys next Tuesday. Bye.